3: 77 W.A.B.C.
4: And good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 W.A.B.C. We have a lot to talk about. I want to start with this is a clear, solid, good example of leadership, of leadership. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis says a luxury Miami hotel may be stripped of its liquor license after putting on a sexually explicit Christmas drag performance with children in the audience. Leadership. On the other hand, this is, is not leadership, and I'm practically sitting here with my mouth wide open. New York Attorney General Letitia James, the chief law enforcement official of the entire state of New York, is set to host a drag story hour for children in Manhattan this weekend And the event is sparking outrage over the use of taxpayer money for the already controversial event. James, the state attorney general and a string of fellow elected Democratic city and state leaders plan to attend Sunday's event in the West Village where, quote, families with children are invited to watch drag performers read books over a four-hour period. Back to Florida and DeSantis. The state had warned the hotel in question, the Hyatt Regency Miami, against letting children under the age of 16 attend the event, which was on December 27th. The drag queen Christmas show at its James L. Knight Center. The performers were accused of intentionally exposing their rears, their backside, simulating masturbation and graphic depictions of childbirth and or abortion one performer decorated with red fluorescent breasts sang a number titled screwed off the red nippled reindeer. According to a reporter who attended the event, performers danced, uh, very provocatively. And, uh, insinuated sexual acts, and routinely used profanity during spoken portions of the program. Leadership, in this case, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis says that luxury Miami hotel may be stripped of its liquor license. On the other hand, New York Attorney General Letitia James said to host a drag story hour for children in Manhattan again this weekend in the West Village where families with children are invited to watch drag performers read books over a four-hour stretch. Also, and on this one, several high-profile Republicans are pushing back, but DeSantis is speaking out on the war in Ukraine, declaring that Russia's invading forces are not a vital national interest to America. DeSantis refers to it as a territorial dispute territorial dispute between Russia and Ukraine and says that it is not of vital interest to the United States. I'm, I'm still on the fence on that one, but we all know there are a lot of people that feel exactly the way that DeSantis is expressing on this issue. He goes on as it relates to Ukraine and uh, president Zelensky and what he's calling a virtual blank check funding for the conflict that distracts from our country's most pressing issues. And so bringing this back home, and we're going to go to your telephone calls in just just a few minutes here, a number of shootings today in New York City, Near high schools. And if you want to know why these things are happening, and police believe that it's somehow gang related, and a span of three hours near schools in uh, East Harlem and uh, Martin Luther King High School on the upper west side, uh, if you want to know why these things are happening, I was looking at the photo of one of the suspects in handcuffs. And I'm sorry, but this guy looks like he belongs in Attica. You could look at him and tell that academics are the furthest thing from his mind. But if you want to know why kids are failing and everything seems to be falling apart, a lack of leadership. And what Letitia James is doing is the perfect example of a lack of leadership. The state's chief law enforcement officer involved in something like this and actually included it in her social media. Quote My office is proud to host a Drag Story Hour readathon. She put on Instagram as she uh, promoted the event. We are inviting families to join us. Of course, uh, news of this immediately sparked uh, backlash on Twitter. So we're going to start with your telephone calls, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. And so I'm thinking about the shootings Involving the high school kids, the one at Martin Luther King High School, the kid what two or three blocks from the school, I believe sixteen years old, shot in the abdomen. Look at the name of the high school, Martin Luther King High School, and this shooting occurs and i'm I'm looking at the shootings in in one hand and in the other hand i'm looking at the the drag story hour, and then news broke out of San Francisco tonight. And I'm almost pounding my head on the table because it is counterproductive. San Francisco is indeed seriously looking at a reparations package. Here we go again. That would pay 5 million lump sum payments to its eligible black residents it's not helpful it's not really going to help them i know that many people think that it, it, you know in the community think that it will but the the plan recommends eliminating personal debt and tax burdens and doling out guaranteed annual incomes of at least $97,000 for 250 years to an undetermined amount of African-American citizens in addition to the uh, hefty check. Black families could also purchase homes in the expensive city for just $1 under the plan aimed at amending centuries of enslavement and systematic racism that officials say have disadvantaged black residents. How about this? How about this? Get an education, go to school, work hard, better yourself and your family. Everybody, it's a level playing field, as much as humanly possible, things will never be perfect. But what what first of all, San Francisco has budget issues right now as we speak. Deficits. And where are you going to come up with this money from? So I would rather see, I would rather see a strong focus on education within the community. And not wasting time on reparations politically it, it they'll never pass anyway and it's it's counterproductive it's counterproductive let's start with the with uh your telephone calls let's begin uh this morning with uh Michael in new jersey good morning michael what 's on your mind?
5: Good morning, Dominic. first of all. It's time for the Tisha James to go, because a lot of parents, especially if they got children under five, are not are going to be flabbergasted that uh, Horton Hears a 2 is redone for it to be gay-friendly, Winnie the Pooh, gay-friendly, a Disney character. And everything that was once part of children's literature, gay-friendly.
4: Well, I, I I appreciate the call, Michael. Uh, what, the problem I have with this, and 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 again, I I really do support my friends in the uh, transgender community, and uh, I've had uh, several friends that that are transgender. Uh, one in particular, I'm thinking about passed away. Um, but what, what, what I'm trying to figure out folks, and th- this is something, and I've got to come up with a solution within myself here to figure out wh- I'm trying to figure out. Why is it so important? I don't even know if I can say the gay community when talking about transgender, because I don't know if that's considered offensive. So I, I don't even know how I can formulate this. But why, I I know you're trying to expose the children at a young age to your lifestyle. But even my wife, who is a lifelong liberal, says this is too much for, for, for young children to be exposed to. They're not ready for, and anyone that's, that's been around transgender people that, that perform in, in, they're very, very, very flamboyant. Very flamboyant, and you're going to expose children to that. I, 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 I don't get it, folks. Let's go to David in Los Angeles. Good morning, David. What's on your mind?
5: Yes, the uh, state attorney with the uh, that's, it's outrageous. It's using the. Using the uh, drag queens, it's an attempt to groom the young five- and six-year-old kids to become transgender, and I do not support transgender. First of all, it's mental illness. People are taking uh, puberty blockers. They're cutting off body okay, parts. Whoa, whoa, whoa,
4: whoa, 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 David, David, David. We, we, we're all entitled to live life the way that we want to live it. Now, now, you said it's mental illness. I mean, the community does have a high suicide rate. Ultimately, the transgender community, but what what's mental illness about it?
5: Well, you're born a female or you're born a male, and you're like well i'm I'm the other thing you i know, I agree all,
4: with you, I agree with you. you're born a male or you're born a female, and that's it. That's why I think yeah. the use of pronouns is a complete joke, but at the end and of the day difficult. but but wait and I'm going to let you finish David. at the end of the day, if i I've also have known people. From a very young age, that may be a boy or maybe a girl and, and and in this case transgender, but maybe a boy, and they they do almost thing like a, everything like a little girl, and so maybe they do feel that they were born in in the wrong body that, that that's not mental illness
5: well, you know I'm sticking on my opinion uh, but there's a social pressure to turn the boy into a girl a girl into a boy, and I believe that the transgender women are making mockery of real women, like this Dylan Mulvaney. Women don't talk and behave that way. Drag queens, real women don't behave that way. It's making a mockery, and then they're competing in the women's categories, and women are getting pushed out of the way and dominated by these natural born men. And, And it's just, it's explosive. And let me ask you a question, Dominic. How come all of a sudden, God is getting everything so wrong? How come 30 to 40% of of school kids say that they're the wrong gender? If you go on TikTok, it's loaded with guys dressed as women talking effeminate, saying if you don't respect my pronoun, I'm going to block you. It's narcissism. It's people that want attention, and this is how they get it, and it's going too far. Why is God suddenly getting everything so wrong?
4: Hmm. Well, I, you know, you know, David, I appreciate the call. I, I don't know if I, in particular, can answer that. I, I'm, I, I don't support it, and uh, I, I know if if my grandchildren uh, had to experience something like that, and their parents didn't sign off on it, that would be their last day at that school, and I would be bringing legal action immediately. Uh, against against that school, I don't support it. At the same time, and thanks for the call, David. At the same time, um, we we have to let we have to let people live their lives. I the, again, the problem that I have with this is Letitia James. That th- this is pandering at the highest level. Letitia James is the state attorney general. I thought you were so bent, Madam Attorney General, on Donald Trump. I I'd almost rather you focus on Donald Trump than focus on on hosting a drag hour. I I I mean the the state attorney general of New York sitting down at a drag hour it 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 doesn't pa- wow 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 madam AG you you have kids of color not all not a majority some some that are acting like complete fools out here with gun violence the young man in handcuffs at at, one of, at, at arrested inside the school at uh, Martin Luther King High School the the kid was in uh, handcuffs this kid looked like he was about 23 years old and looked like he was a gang member and looked like he had yesterday been at Attica and and you're exposing children to to this and rather than focusing on that issue, Madam Attorney General, your focus is on drag hour, and you're hosting the event. Let's go to Norman in Brooklyn. Good morning, Norman. What's on your mind?
6: Good morning, Dominic. Yeah, um, yes, I, I applaud Governor DeSantis for threatening to remove the liquor license, and I like liquor, so I, I would I applaud him for doing that for taking a stance for that with that hotel uh, concerning tish james drag queen story hour uh, i'll probably be there i mean not in the library because i don't have a child um, but i'll probably be there outside protesting um, all good-hearted sensible people will be um, there will also be antifa uh, they are always there spitting and acting inappropriately yelling and cursing and uh yeah uh, tish james we we live in sodom and gomara um she's a soros backed uh a g uh dedicated to the destruction of our western civilization uh, as they all appear to be um so norman you you've been at a couple of these
4: events at least uh, yes. outside protesting from me yes. i i know what your position is uh i believe you're you're against these uh drag hours the the, the reading yes. but what do those on the other side say
6: the other side say that this is all about lgbtq rights that basically uh they're vehemently anti the church they're anti uh anything that's good everything that everything uh the same people show they're professional uh antifa activists. Uh they're being paid, paid well, and they uh they go to everything that involves the destruction of Western civilization. Uh the I can name you names. I I I I mean I'm not gonna do that now, but uh the people who show up are the same people that show up at um to, to make the um, the illegal migrants when when they wanted to move them they're there cuz they want they were they were encouraging them to stay on the street not not to move from a luxury hotel right. to a place in Brooklyn well, um, what do they say uh basically they have noisemakers and they curse a lot uh they spit they act inappropriate uh they what do they think uh i don't know if they think Uh, they, uh, I think it's all about, you know, they, they think we hate gays. Meanwhile, my group has several people who are gay. Um, uh, we're not anti-gay. We're not anti-transgender. We're anti-drag queen, drag queen story hour for children. I wouldn't be against drag queen story hour for 18 year olds, uh, Okay. Fair, On the other enough. hand, this is going to be in Greenwich Village, uh, which is the the parents that are going to bring their children to this event are hardcore leftists. Many of them, I would say, m- most of them are gay. Uh, some of them are transgender, um, and so when we are there, we being good God fearing people, uh, we're we're in Sodom and Gomorrah, and so to some degree. I feel like we're injecting ourselves into into a place of sin, and so ultimately, there's only so much we can do. But okay. I feel like I have to represent.
4: Okay, I I got it, and I thank you all for that telephone call, Norman. Uh, my point, right? It, it, it and it should be important to read to the children, but why why can't we have biological women, or biological men? Reading to the children. Why does it have to be transgender? And again, I'm. You have to understand, folks. And I've never been to a drag hour, but story. But in the transgender community, they they are very flamboyant, and so the makeup is done times ten. The tight clothing is done times ten. The clothing featuring body parts is done times ten. So I don't want to use the word normal because some will say that's being offensive to transgender uh, people. But it, it, it just seems that it wasn't this important <laughs> to, to to read to children in years past. Why is it such a priority now? And it has to involve the transgender community. Michael in Brooklyn, it says here that I am missing the point. What am I missing here, Michael?
7: I, Dominic, first of all, you're not missing the point. I wanted to add and try to explain a little bit to something that you stated before when you were talking to Michael in Jersey. So let's just start. I want to start with a quick question. Um, you said that you don't believe that this is a mental illness. I want to know your explanation for that was sometimes you see a child from a young age acting in a way that would, you know, suggest that they may be in the wrong body. Yes. Um, And very often people, as they grow up, believe that they are in the wrong body. Yes. Do you believe that if we were to put a tremendous amount of effort, time, resources, and logic into a campaign campaign, And kind of an indoctrination of the mass, of the size that has been spent and done over the past few years regarding trans. If we were to do the same type of propaganda spell uh, for our young children regarding the idea of sometimes humans being born in animals, animals being born in humans' bodies, And perhaps suggesting to children, young children.
4: Michael, that's ridiculous. I mean, you're going into La La Land. I'm trying to have a serious conversation, and you're going into La La Land now.
7: Do you believe that that would not get off the ground at all? Because we know there are adults that believe that they are an animal.
4: They're, Michael, they're Michael, all... Michael, 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 th- Michael. This is too serious a topic. Do you have a serious question? Th- th- this is too serious a topic for me Here to waste was time it, on that.
7: Where was this 50 years ago? Where was this 50 years ago? A hundred years ago? Three hundred years ago? Why was no one in the wrong body then?
4: Well, I, I, I believe back then, Michael, uh, there, there are some uh, that believe that they were in the in the wrong body. I, I guess, I guess, I guess, Michael. I'm, I'm very sensitive to the issue. Because uh, and I've talked about this. One of my best friends in life um, happened to be gay, and um, and he's no longer alive. The name Ron Johnson, and he died. Uh, it can be tough in the gay community because Ron Ron was more of a man than most men I know, but he happened to be gay, and he happened to to dress up as a woman sometimes. And what breaks my heart is he died uh before my friend ron died before before all of this was accepted in terms of gay marriage and in his day you had to keep it in the closet and he had lifelong struggles with his parents his parents in the black community this is a no no and his parents are uh, more traditional more conservative Uh, They never accepted him, Michael, so that's why I was saying let's be serious about this, because it's a serious topic.
7: I'm with you. I'm not saying that this is an insensitive topic and this is not something to be taken lightly. I mean, we all know that there are people that die either from suicide or uh, from bullying, and this is something that's got to be taken super seriously, but I do believe that the approach— plays a big role here. If the approach is acceptance being the answer, I believe that that's going to result with a well, lot of very confused young children. We, we, and, to, to
4: be straight with you, and thank you for the call, Michael, because I have to take a break. To be straight with you, I believe a lot of what is driving this is Hollywood. Hollywood is going way too far in terms of the graphic nature uh, of accepting uh, this lifestyle in movies. Way too far. To the point sometimes that I have to look the other way, and I also believe that I know you're going to say, Dominic, you you blame Black Lives Matter for everything. I also believe Black Lives Matter have a lot to do with the transgender community because when 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 the situation happened in um, in Minneapolis with the bee on the neck and so on. Uh, and and the black lives movement grew and it was a bad thing for america but, but it grew and and everyone was calling for tolerance and acceptance and so thus every group that feels that they they have been treated unfairly is speaking up and one of these groups happens to be transgender so some of you brought up the issue of mental illness so and, and we're going to talk about uh, the reparations issue uh, Letitia James hosting this event this weekend and uh, Governor DeSantis and so on. But in some cases, yes, it is mental illness. Because if you get to know the individuals on a personal level, you, sometimes you can see. But I guess that goes for all human beings where where you can see something is wrong in the mental process. But not all. We can't, We can't just make a blanket statement that transgender people are suffering from uh, from mental illness. Uh, so some of them want to be as free as the rest of us are, and they want to live their lives the way that they see fit. But I have a tremendous problem with throwing this down the throats of parents, and we're trying to make them accept a man dressed up very flamboyantly as a woman in a very graphic way, reading to children. What happened to the good old days of having a woman read to children, or having a man read to children, or having kids, teenagers read to children? Why can't we just keep it simple? If you want people to accept the lifestyle, there has to be other way than attempting to brainwash children at a very young age. We'll be right back. Talk Radio
6: W-A-B-C.
3: Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC.
4: And we are back. A number of issues going on this morning. Um, clear leadership in Florida, as I said at the top of the show, Governor DeSantis telling telling a luxury Miami hotel that you are about to lose your liquor license because we told you not to do this uh, drag performance with children in the audience, and there were children there. Letitia James, the chief law enforcement official, of the state of New York is hosting a Drag Story Hour on Sunday in the West Village. And I wanted to talk about uh, MSG and their facial recognition technology, but I'm going to have to table that uh, until tomorrow. And we're also dealing with uh, reparations, and uh, San Francisco says uh $5 million 5 million uh, per per African American. I mean, it's it's almost laughable. I want Matt and Alex uh, to join me for a second because I think you guys, you're, you're a little younger than I am. I, I guess I'll start with you, Alex. I, I turn to you when I need a more liberal perspective than Uh-oh. mine. And so explain <laughs> to me with the transgender issue. I, I feel like it's being thrown down our throat, whether we want it or not.
2: Um... I don't know if I necessarily agree with that, Dominic. I mean, I think a lot of times when it comes to stuff like that, it, there's, a, there's a point in time when you think, oh, maybe society isn't ready for something like that. But then you also have to think of yourself, well, when would society be ready for something like that? You know what I mean? Like, it, it in a way, like all the progress we've made over the last century, I'm sure at some point people thought, well, you know... I, I I, for lack of a better example, interracial marriage, for example, well, that's something that uh society's not ready for. But we uh, but eventually maybe it'll happen. But then it got to a point where it's like, well, when when is society going to be ready for it? We got to start doing something now.
4: OK, OK, fair enough, guys. But
0: why children? Why children? And and. Yeah, I don't. I don't agree with drag queen story hour. It I've always said it sounds comical to me. It sounds like an SNL skit. And I always have drawn this distinction between a drag queen and someone who is transgender because a drag queen is a performer. They dress up in extravagant That's a good point. Extravagant costumes, they impersonate Marilyn Monroe, Liza Minnelli. Barbara Streisand. RuPaul. It's almost like RuPaul. And RuPaul wears extravagant costume. But wait, and I want you to finish, but explain
4: this to me now. So RuPaul was the most famous trans, still is, the most famous uh, drag queen. Okay, transgender. But now RuPaul has gone back to a man. On on his TV shows, you don't ever see him as a woman anymore. So I'm like, are you a man or a woman? Which one is it, RuPaul? Or is it more about the money? And so now it's more popular for you to be a man again.
0: Well, I think that... And that, that's why I say there's a, a distinction between transgender and a drag queen. I don't know. I think RuPaul is just, is a gay man who was a drag queen. Doesn't think he's a woman. He's a man that dresses like a woman for the performance. Someone like Caitlyn Jenner, former Bruce Jenner, was someone who, like you said felt like they were in the wrong body. Here's a guy, decathlon, the Wheaties box, good-looking guy, actor, made a lot of money, but was tortured as a man and wanted to become a woman. And I think if they had a transgender woman or man reading, saying, hey, look, it's okay to be you, like you said, how people are in the wrong body, That's a different story than having some extravagant performer with with looking like Marilyn Monroe on steroids because they're a drag queen reading a story. That's just not necessary. And so,
4: guys, before I go back to the uh, telephone, so, Alex, you're telling me, and I'm I'm not making you responsible for your entire generation – But but I hear you. I mean, it happened with the same thing with race, uh, with with, uh, interracial marriages. So you're telling me that you believe your generation is ready for this. Your generation is more willing to
2: embrace this. I would say so. Yeah, I would. I again, I can't speak for everyone, but I think overall, I think they're pretty much ready for it. So like
4: with the rap music, I mean, for your generation, the rap music and we're cool. And so
2: you guys are okay with this, your generation, you believe? I think so. I think, I think they're just ready for it. And I think like Matt said, it's a, it's an issue that's kind of getting confused in a way with the, with the, um, with trans rights versus just a, a drag queen dressing up and, and reading a story to, to little kids. You know, I, I, I don't know, but I think in general, I think we're, I think our generation, or my generation, is probably ready for this. But you know what,
4: guys, and thank you very much. I, I have a, a headache now, even trying to split this down the middle, if you, if you will. But thank you, Matt, because you, you are correct. Uh, a, a drag queen is more of a flamboyant performer. Correct. A RuPaul. Well, no, no. RuPaul's more of RuPaul. the
0: transgender. No, no, no. RuPaul is a drag queen performer. Okay. Because like you said, RuPaul now... As a man. The, on the TV shows, the RuPaul's Drag Race, or whatever other shows there are, RuPaul dresses as a man because in normal life, in everyday life, RuPaul does not walk around in the RuPaul outfit right. that you see him as the drag queen RuPaul. That was the performance. Oh, you guys are giving me a headache, but. But thank you. But you said it, Dominic. I mean, you said there are people, and, and, and I've known people, too, that when they're little kids, they're displaying behavior that's not like a boy or not like a girl. That's not, lear- that's not something they learned. That's something they're doing naturally. And I had someone say to me once that being gay is a choice. Like, they make a choice to be gay. And I had someone else go, think about this. And this is probably like 25 years ago. And they said, why would somebody with, with all of the crap and the hell – that gay people go through. Why would you make a choice to be that way if they're not really that way? Why would you choose that? And they were, like, kind of thought like, well, you know, and now people they don't want to give up their opinion. They're, well, I still think it's a choice. I still. But they, when you make it a, 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 an argument that's cogent, they go, no, 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 no. That doesn't make sense. Well, think about it. So well, why would I... you? Why would you make that choice? With everything that came to go with it, right? I'm about to go to Jacqueline
4: in Brooklyn, but Kenneth, I want to ask you because you're the youngest of of all of us. So Alex just told me and and Alex is my voice of reason when I need somewhat of a liberal or certainly a younger perspective. And I'll go to Alex and and and, because like I'll say, you know, reparations, there's no way in hell that this is going to pass or whatever the issue may be. But anyway, Kenneth, so Alex just told me that he believes that he's not a spokesman for his entire uh, uh, age category, right. but he believes that his generation is ready for this the transgender issue. What say you?
1: I mean, I have no, I have no problem personally with transgender, but when it comes to that drag queen story hour, which is not, which is different from transgender, like Matt was saying. That, when you bring children into it, that's where I draw the line. It's like, why do you have to expose children? Like, at that Miami club, what was it, under 16? There was yes. kids there? Yes, What? W- what is the point of that? What benefit is that going to get? What are you trying to teach your children? I-, I I, just, I find it pointless. I don't see the reason for it. If you want to have a drag queen drag queen story hour with, like you said, people that are 18 and plus that can make their own decisions... And make up their own mind about things. That's one thing. But to teach kids about it, I disagree with that. And Matt, I I do
4: thank you for for your point. Again, I'm going to Jacqueline in just one second. But uh, one of my friends, um, he would be a man in the daytime, and he would say he was going out vamping at nighttime. Right. And 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 he would he would uh uh put on his woman outfit. And there have been times. Uh, for example, I was in radio. And I had to leave to go to work at 3 a.m. to get there by 5 a.m. And I saw this good-looking woman standing there, and I thought it was a, a, a biological woman. And then finally, he came out in his male voice, and he said, "You got me." I won't say his name. He said, "You got me. It's me. Hi, Dominic." And and I thought it was a woman. It was three o'clock oh, in the wow. morning, but it was the same guy. So right. you're right. That you know, there's transgender, and then there's also drag queen, Jacqueline. I need some aspirin. Please, Jacqueline in Brooklyn, please help me out with this. How do you see all this was going on?
8: Dominic, good morning. After I say what I have to say, I'm going to try to make you laugh a little bit. So hopefully your headache will subside a little bit. Okay. You know, it doesn't surprise me that Madam James, who, let us not forget, was proud to publicly announce that she killed her baby in utero, and her life has been but, so much better for having wait, done wait, wait. so. Jacqueline,
4: Jacqueline, I am convinced I just want to address with you, I am convinced that she dropped that before Andrew Cuomo or a critic did. I I do not buy that she just came out and announced that. I know it looked that way, but I think she did it before an opponent could get, get that information out. But go ahead
8: announce it that's one thing but to be proud to say that because of having done so it made her life better i have a problem with that but anyway that's my problem she doesn't care about herself or children if she wants to do this then she should use her own home and her own money as not taxpayer money and as far as the issue you know whether it's gay transgender whatever live and let live that's what i say but as Kenny said, "Just don't push it off on the children now, for a little um and one other thing on that point, I wonder what the Looney Left would have to say about a couple dressing up as Adam and Eve and having Adam and Eve story time hour. I'm sure they'd be the first ones to complain and say, "Ah, you're bringing religion into all of this. There has to be a separation of church and state." But here comes the the comic part on a lighter note um I'm going to consider moving to San Francisco, and I'll tell you why. I want to collect my $5 million in reparations. I'm not trying to be insulting or disrespectful, but my mother's sister did one of those DNA tests. They sent sent away tests, and as being 50% Sicilian, it doesn't surprise me that in my ancestral past, there is African DNA. So I may not be staying in New York for much longer. I want my money.
4: (laughs) Jacqueline, uh, thank you for the call. They do require I didn't get a chance to go through the requirements. I'm gonna focus on this a bit more in the Chronicles of Dominic Carter coming up. You have to live there for X amount of time. But uh, you know, maybe, maybe you and I I am not I'm not for reparations. I, I see them as completely uh counterproductive and not useful and will only divide people. I believe that this in this country. That you can do anything that you want to. And I am a living example that if you want to get an education, you can do so even if you don't have the money to pay for it. There is financial aid. There are all types of opportunities. If you want to open a business, there's a small business administration. There are opportunities. I will be right back with the Chronicles of Dominic Carter coming up at uh, 1 a.m. Frank Marano and the other side of midnight and more of your calls from Pearl River, Elmont, South Carolina, Queens, New Jersey, Los Angeles, and the Bronx.
3: WABC These are the chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC.
4: San Francisco elected officials are publicly considering a reparations package that would pay 5 million lump sum payments to its eligible African American residents. The city's board of uh, supervisors will weigh the draft Plan, which recommends eliminating personal debt and tax burdens and doling out guaranteed annual incomes of at least $97,000 for 250 years to an undetermined number of black citizens. In addition to the uh, hefty uh, check, black families would also be able to purchase homes in the expensive city for just $1 under the plan aimed at amending centuries of enslavement and systematic racism that have uh, disadvantaged black residents to be eligible. Here's the key. Applicants, uh, if this passes, and there's no way it will pass, San Francisco just doesn't have the money, and it's not the right thing to do. Applicants must be at least 18 years old and have identified as black on public documents for a decade They must also prove that they meet two out of eight additional standards, including being born in or having migrated to San Francisco between 1940 and 1996 and having proof of residency for at least 13 years, being personally or direct descendant of someone jailed in the quote-unquote failed war on drugs, or being a descendant of someone enslaved before eighteen sixty five. That's the uh criteria. And uh let's just go back uh to, to the uh telephone calls. A number of issues we are dealing with uh this morning. Let's go to Lars in Los Angeles. Good morning, Lars. What's on your mind?
9: Um we have the referendum process. Here in California, um, reparations would never be voted for by the voters. But, Dominic, I want to get to something else. Um, This topic came up while I was on hold. I'm going to give you the straight talk. I spent 30 years on and off working Hollywood. And I'm going to tell you, as if I'm testifying in court, which I've done many times, I have worked around these transgendered people. I know their first names. I was surrounded by them for eight hours a day. And I'm here to tell you, there's a mental component related to this. This is my experience. The vast majority of them are homeless. They're on drugs. They prostitute themselves at nighttime. They do not live conventional lives. And I'll end with this. I ask you, look at Caitlyn Jenner. Listen to her. Does she sound stable to you? Seriously. That's just my experience. I don't want to use a blanket to, to, to lump everyone in. That's just my experience. There's a mental health component to this. I don't have a dog in this fight. Live and let live.
4: Well Lars, I I always appreciate your calls and I and I hear you. You're declaring, thank you, that there is a mental health component to this. I would say in about 50% of the cases that that is indeed true, but not in all of them. Uh, some transgender people you know they they uh, transgender men men to to women they want to live their life but i do understand what you're saying lars in terms of the uh the prostitution and so on uh because i've known i've known some transgenders that uh, and thank you for the call that wait for night time to and and they also are are assaulted a lot of times because um they they will do things prostitution wise uh, in cars and 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 the men don't know that they're they're transgender women and and then it becomes a big mess. But let's go to Steve in Pearl River. Good morning, Steve. What's on your mind?
3: Good morning, Dominic. So uh, when it comes to these these story hours, whatever they are, I got a great idea. If you don't want your child. To be exposed to this, don't bring them to the thing. Don't bring them to the event. I, 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 how simple is that? I, the parents who are bringing the parents are bringing the children. That is what they are. Choo- that is how they are choosing to deal with their, okay. Sh- their children. Okay, but Steve, but wait, 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 wrong. wait, 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 wait,
4: Steve, Steve. Okay. So, so okay. you gave you gave me one angle of this. You said it's as simple as that. Well, it's not that simple because this okay. involves taxpayer dollars.
3: Oh, oh, I'm not talking about Letitia James. Okay, so, not, I, I, let, no, 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 I'm just talking about in in general. If you don't want your, di- I mean, I, I wouldn't do that. But let me ask, let me ask, let me go into something else here. A couple of other things. All right,
4: I don't. I only have time for a little bit. Okay, go, go okay. Ahead.
3: How about this? Think about this. One percent is one in a hundred, right? Yes. How many people? How many people in the United States are even possibly transgender? Oh boy, I'll bet it's less than one in a thousand, Dominic. And I, I, I can't, I can't really deal with all the hating right, and all the legislating I, I on these people. I, 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 hear, I, you. I, I hear you. I
4: hear you. Let's let's use your example. One in okay. a thousand, right? Let's use your example, I, right? It's or, less than that. Okay, it's less than that. But when you're throwing it down our throat. And you want to bring it to the public library with 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 a uh, extravagant performance and 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 wearing outfits that make your body parts look ten times the size of a normal woman? Right. It, it's 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 they're bringing they're bringing the battle to to the rest don't of bring us. Your
3: children, Dominic, don't bring the children. Don't, just don't bring them. If no one shows up, it's going to go away, isn't well,
4: it? Well, but it's also in public schools, and it's not the oh, right, the right thing to do. But I'm thank, not
3: dis- going to disagree with that either.
4: Okay, let me. Before I bring in Frank Morano, let me go to Steve and Elmont. I believe you want to talk about the reparations.
10: Yes, I want to talk about reparations. Your staff member Alex was so right when he mentioned um, SNL. All of these topics sound like a skit from SNL. The whole thing with the, the rainbow gangsters now doing drag and, and, and Martin Luther King being one of the most violent names or places that you can send your child in any street or boulevard or anything. That's where you're going to get shot. You go on Martin Luther King Boulevard, something bad is usually going to happen. And you know what, Steve? What, regards- you, know,
4: you know what's, what's very unfortunate? You, you are telling the truth. It, it's really, really sad that when you look at I'm the probably- names of Dr. King or... Pick any city, any city, where where there's a doc, a Dr. King name and there's violence, uh, that, that is normally associated with that, and it's really really bad. The, Quick, quickly make your point because it's going to be the worst.
10: Okay, the worst thing about they can do is reparations in this form, because that money, that five million, is not going to go into a black neighborhood. It's not going to go into black hands. It's going to go right out, and black people in this country are going to be in the same situation. What they need is knowledge of self and financial independence. And this $5 million is not going to give us, I, as a people, financial I, independence.
4: Steve, I, I appreciate the call. Thank you, friend. Uh, I, I, I don't understand what's so hard with, when this reparation argument comes up, what's so hard with, nothing worthwhile in life is easy. Go to school, get an education, work hard, and you, too, can achieve the American dream. It's been done a million times by a million different people. Right now, I'm joined by Frank Marano, the other side of Midnight. Good morning to you, sir. Hello, Dominic. So your attorney general has uh, kicked off a firestorm Mm -hmm. with this uh, drag hour (laughs) that she has. You know,
1: I was thinking to myself, what does New York need more of? And I, I think it probably is Greg Queen's story hour. That'll make the state (laughs) livable. That'll make people stop moving to Florida, (laughs) right? That'll do it. (laughs) What do you have coming up this Uh, morning? Well, in line with that, you know, there was a fascinating documentary. You might have heard Michael Goodwin mention it to John Katzmatidis and Rita Cosby the other day about the fall and rise of New York. And it chronicles how New York fell into a state of disrepair, how it came to be known as the ungovernable city, and how it came back largely as a result of uh, policies implemented by our colleague Rudy Giuliani. I found the director of this film. I just finished watching it just moments ago. It's f- fabulous. He's going to join me in about a half hour to talk about what lessons New York can learn now and what lessons other cities can learn. Uh, the Oscars, this was the highest rated... Th- out a 12% increase in viewership. We're going to get into that. Uh, we're going to look at uh, a bunch of other things from obesity to the Ides of March and uh, you name it. There's a, a lot on our plate for today. So, Las you know, Vegas.
4: So so last night I leave and it's fine in New York City. I get on the Palisades. The snow starts. Snow is everywhere. And, and I'm saying, great, Frank, it's snowing. And then I get to the driveway and it's dark and I want to go in the house. But I was stuck. Because I, I was fascinated with the interview you were doing uh, regarding the Oscars. I'm, I'm out of time. Thank you, man. But we will talk about this tomorrow. Thank Dominic you. Carter saying have a great day, folks. Coming up, Frank Marano and the Other Side of Midnight.